So I said, we got a guest today. Yeah. I don't normally do guests. Um, I try to keep it keep it tight. Um, but I'm learning that like in this podcast game and even in the um podcast that we normally produce, I have questions. Um, I have experiences that I want to share with people based on relationships that I have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my so I said rants don't just come from my head. They come from experiences that I'm having with people. And so I think that it might be important to introduce people into the podcast space, um, but I don't really know how to do that. So the person that I'm going to do it with is the one who's been riding with me when I didn't know what I was doing. Um, <laughs> so uh, It's right. appropriate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so how about you introduce yourself to the people However, you want to introduce yourself to the people and maybe we should just talk. That sound all right? That's cool. Um, hey, y'all, what's up and stuff? Um, no, my name is... Hey, y'all, what's up and stuff? And stuff, yeah. Yikes. Um, don't, don't do me. Thank you. Um, <laughs> hey, y'all, my name is Charmaine Freeman Sellers. I am Dylan's wife. Um, it's my lady. Wow. But I like you, it. But I got... Flack for and stuff, but you sound like somebody's sixty-five-year-old uncle. I always sound like somebody's sixty-five-year-old uncle. True. I usually sound like somebody's sixty-five-year-old uncle who's angry about something. That's yeah. what they normally get. No, like legit. That's the that's the whole vibe of the the podcast. Because we still on that hat. Listen, I like the hat. Okay. No, I'm talking about that hat when when we were at the store and you were just like so no, but- upset. <laughs> About this girl's hat, like why would she wear that? With it was that the first outfit? Time. like you was you just went in. But it for was like the first time. It was the first time that I had seen a hat where like there wasn't like it was a baseball cap, but there wasn't a back to it, yeah. right? Like it just then like it's why for natural for, girls for, for the puff? What you mean? But there was no puff. Awkward. That would have made that. sense if there was a puff. I don't there remember was, that. There was no puff. You like just it just the girl was bald, awkward. I didn't call her bald. It just wasn't a puff, and it didn't make any sense to me. And like, I felt comfortable having a conversation about it with you. I didn't walk up to the woman. You didn't have a conversation with me. You went on a ten-minute rant I'm because good for you were upset rants. about yeah. her hat ensemble choice. That wasn't a conversation. Because things are confusing, okay? Like, it's so, I had questions. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Okay. <laughs> At least I don't think that's what we're here to talk about. I mean, that sounds like that's your normal, though. Yeah. So, anyway, my wife is here. Hello. Um, she thought that it might be interesting for us to talk about uh, relationships, um, reconciliation, redemption, like, forgiveness like what those things look like um in relationships whether that be marriages or platonic relationships family um, family because right? ooh child mm. yeah um and i thought why not start here we're coming up on our eighth anniversary mm-hmm. um and i think that it might be an okay time to start talking about our experiences in our relationship mm-hmm. um because we're we're maturing as a couple. We love it. We out um, here, you know, whole adulting. Listen, man, like our our relationship is maturing, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you know, it's different. You think you know things until you're in it for a while, yeah, and then you realize you don't know things about stuff. <laughs> um, or and, there's an evolution. 
and more things are revealed right. over time. Yeah, I felt uncomfortable giving people advice about relationships when we were only married for like two years. I felt like really uncomfortable with that. But I I could see that. But then at the same time, even though we were married for two years, we were together for five and we dated for three years before we got married. So that's still a five-year relationship. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's real. But I think marriage is different. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? Like, well, that's maybe another podcast. Why do you want to talk about reconciliation? Is there something that I need to be reconciled for? Is there, like, something I need? <laughs> what? Is there something I need forgiveness for? This is the way that you're telling me that I need to apologize? Is that what's no, happening? No, 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 no. Um, so in all honesty, you know, we, we have a church, uh-huh. so that's a thing. Yeah. Um, and shout out to the purpose fam. We love them. And so there's just been a lot of conversations about, you know, conflict and discord and relationships. Uh-huh. And so it's got me thinking about what does that look like? How do we navigate? Because unfortunately for us, we had to learn this the hard way, yeah. like in the middle of it, um, no blueprint. So literally if it had not been for therapy and Jesus, not, no, no telling. Yeah. Shout out to our therapist. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus, you know, is, is the ultimate shout out. That but part. like our therapist is top notch. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think that like, that's fair. I think that I want to start with, um, I just kind of like touching you. Because you're just like my really hands here is, on this kneecap. Listen, really, like, I'm trying to get some kneecap action. That, oh, that ain't got nothing to do with okay. that. Um, I think that we should maybe set the stage if we're going to talk about like forgiveness and reconciliation, Mm -hmm. that we talk about it as two separate things. Because sometimes people use those things interchangeably. Oh, yeah. Because they are not the same thing. Tell me, talk to me about a little bit about the differences. Well, for me, I think um, forgiveness, mm, forgiveness is very hard. Let's just start. With that. Okay. Because the way that I've heard it, you know, taught in biblical or pastoral circles is basically to stop requiring someone to pay a debt. Like when we're talking about like loan forgiveness, uh-huh. you uh-huh. don't have to pay that back right. anymore. Shout out to Joe Biden. Amen. Because um, <laughs> I'm really hoping to get that 20000 just Facts. knocked off. Facts. Forgive that. Hallelujah. Um, but so... That And that becomes really difficult when we're talking about emotions, uh-huh. because most times you want somebody to pay for the pain, the frustration, the confusion, the time lost, the heartbroken. And but I'm just supposed to let that go. Yeah. And not get any kind of you know vengeance or justice or. And I don't sit well with people. Yeah. Especially when you start to realize that that is genuinely what forgiveness means. Mm. Like, not only do I not require it of you because you don't really have it to give in the first place. You can't give me that time back. You Uh can't take the words back. Like you, you say, Oh, I'll I'll take it back. But they've already been said, they've already cut, they've already done the damage. So you can work to heal, but those words will still be there. Yeah. Um, so not only do I have to stop requiring some sort of recompense, but I also have to begin the work of healing and genuinely not allowing, you know, negative emotions to cloud my judgment or to infiltrate the space. I really have to move forward and be okay with maybe they never apologize. Maybe they mm. never 
um, try to set things right. Maybe they never even realized that what they did was wrong or that it significantly affected me. Right. I let all of that go. I give it to God and move on. How, now, saying the words like, oh, yeah, yeah. But like doing it, especially yeah. depending on the, the severity of the offense or. Right. That's. Well, I think that like tough. the forgiveness thing is important for you, not for the other person. Oh, for sure. Right. Um, and I think I had to learn that um, when I'm talking about like. Forgiveness of like. Like my dad, for instance, mm. right? Um, oh, we're going there. Okay. Amen. Yeah, I mean, he. It's not like this would be a secret. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, touche. And touche. so I think that, like, with my with my father, like, I didn't meet him until I was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a there was a need to like know who he was, but he had missed like 15 years of my life, and then even after that, he moved to Florida, right? Um, and so like there was a disconnect and I realized that I was harboring something um, that kept me from moving forward in my life because I was looking for her, for him to fill a hole mm-hmm. or looking for something to fill that, that void. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of like legitimately forgiving him, I'm looking to replace him. Ooh. Right. And yeah. so like, I'm not grieving the loss. I'm not completing the emotion. I'm just trying to replace it. It's, it's similar to like, you know, your puppy dies and you just go buy another puppy. Right. And just try to replace it. Shout out to grief recovery. Because, yeah. Um, And so with my with my father, like I had to like let go of and it it got easier as I got older Mm -hmm. because I understood how these things could get away from you. Yeah. Right. Like how you could like have a kid, but not really know if you have a kid, but then like know that you had a kid, but still have to like live life. Right. Um, And so, like, not to suggest that, like, what he did was right. Mm -hmm. You can understand a little bit better. You can have some empathy. Right. Um, And so, like, I had to let that go for him so that I could move forward. Right. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily with the relationship with him, which that did come. But Mm -hmm. that's more reconciliation. That takes two parties. Yeah. The forgiveness part was for me. So I wasn't looking for my father and every man that I met. Right. Um, And with every mentor that I was searching for. Right. Um, And I think that like that's like a familial example. But there's some stuff like even in our relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, That you've had to forgive me for that. Heck, I might not even know that you forgave me for. Um, And so maybe you should talk about that a little bit. So I can find out what you'd be forgiving me for. Yeah, I put a mic in front of you so I could pump you for information. That's. That's what's going on here. Well, you know my policy. If you ask, I got to give it to you. Uh-huh. Um, so most recently, um, talking about the dance studio. Oh. Yeah. That's super fresh, bro. Yeah. Um, so, fun fact, I have a dance studio. We are celebrating, um, in a few months, we'll be celebrating 10 years in business. Um, in the process of relocating to another space, a bigger space, um, I'm sharing a space right now and we're, that we are currently outgrowing. And so the, the hunt for a new space, the, the diligence with which I have been doing it, kind of like shutting a lot of stuff out, um, talking about budgeting, how much I think I'm going to need for the, the move, 
And, you know, my husband was being a bit of a negative Nancy. Yeah. And like, well, I don't know if we should do that. Or do you, do you think that's too much money? And what about having to pay it back? And I'm like, my guy, my guy. Yeah. To the point where I started to pull back on how much I was sharing with you. Mm. So, because I, I needed to be excited about it. Yeah. I, this is the first time that I've ever done anything like this. And so, and the person that I wanted to share it with the most didn't necessarily feel like a safe space for me to dream. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's heavy. It was also really hard to, to keep it from you and to continue in the direction that I was going because it felt like I was going against you, which is difficult for me, but it, I couldn't stop because I know what God said. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really glad that you, that you listen to God, right? Cause it's, that's, that's really the thing. I think that like I was dealing with some unhealed trauma myself, mm. right. Um, in that process. And so like there was things that was reminding me of things that I thought that I had let go. Mm. Right. Um, that were legitimately triggering me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, uh, when it came to the finances. And so, wanting to make sure that like we were okay financially going forward, taking a chance on some of that stuff was, was, you know, I was nervous about. Yeah. Right. But, um, I'm really glad that you like forgave me and stuff. (laughs) It's like, um, we're moving forward and like, I'm very proud of the, the work that you're, the work that you're doing with the studio. Um, and, and how it's, how it's growing. Um, I think I want to like, shift gears to like what that looks like on a reconciliation side, because like, it's one thing to forgive, but how do you reconcile? How do you get back in right standing? Right. And so like in the faith, we talk about it from terms of um, Jesus paid it all. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Correct. Pay for the sin. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Correct. No, no arguments there. The, the real like, thing is he came so that you would be reconciled in right standing with God. Mm-hmm. And so like that part takes work. How do you engage in that right reconciliation part of the work? I think just like we um, are reconciled to where, where there has been, you know, a debt paid for that possibility. Mm-hmm. It is still our choice mm. to do so. We have to choose to be reconciled with a person and it, like you said, it only works if both parties agree. Mm-hmm. So, of course, God wants us to be reconciled with him. but We may not be ready because of other things that are going on or I got to take care of this or do that or yeah, whatever. Or whatever. Um, and so with friendships or with family members and things like that, both parties have to be willing to legit put the the offense or whatever they need to forgive, they need to like put that aside and genuinely begin the work of establishing a new relationship because Mm. that old one has died. Because if you keep any remnant of that, then there's the, the possibility for like rumination or resentment, bitterness, things like that to creep into the relationship again. And now you have this new thing to get over, even though it's supposed to be gone and all of that. And so it's a choice Mm -hmm. and it's, I think I will 
I think it's a continuous choice. So it's not just like, I want to be reconciled. You wake up and everything's great. Like it takes time to build back that trust. It takes time to feel safe in, in that space around that person, safe to share ideas, safe to just be around them without, you know, fear that another offense will happen. Or even if it does, understanding the motive. Because sometimes you can tell somebody, you know, I I prefer to be treated this way. Or can you say, say it like this instead? And if they don't, then you have to ask yourself, are they, was this just like a genuine slip up? Or are they not interested in doing the work to make me feel safe in this relationship? Because, I mean, you got to, I think that you, you're right. You have to make some decisions about what you want the relationship or if you want the relationship to continue. Right. And so like um, forgiveness is one thing, like you got to put those, put those things to bed. Right. Um, And it's not necessarily that you have to forget everything that they did, but like you do have to like stop making them pay for it. Yes. Um, And that takes, that takes work. But that reconciliation piece, like you have to decide whether or not you want the relationship. Yeah. Right. Because sometimes people say, I forgive you. um, And they may genuinely forgive you. But they don't actually want the relationship. But because we don't understand what like forgiveness means, that it don't mean that we got to be in relationship. Mm-hmm. You just think that like, oh, well, I forgave you. So like we can go back to the way things were. And it's like, no, I'm not about to put myself in yeah. line. You know what I mean? In the line of fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's clear that you're, you haven't changed this behavior. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, it's clear that like you might be doing some things that like, I don't, I don't want to get down with. So like I can move on. Or it was a genuine mistake or you have committed to being with that person through good times and bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so like sometimes that's like in a relationship, which is why there's a difference between like we kicking it mm-hmm. and like marriage. Listen. You feel what I'm saying? Like, listen, we, I mean, I know that that ain't, that ain't, you know, popular talk there. Uh, but like. No, that's not sexy at all. Nah, man. Like, oh. just because y'all kicking it and y'all been kicking it, like, at any moment, somebody could pick up and be like, all right, I'm done. Just kidding. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's true of marriage, but it shouldn't be. Yeah. It should be much more difficult for you to just be like, and it is. It is much more difficult for you to dissolve a marriage than it is for you to just be like, we're not together no more. Can we talk about. Hmm. Okay. I'm wondering if I should say this. I'm going to say it. So um, I think part of the reason that it's so difficult for people to, to stick and stay is because they're not doing the work of the intimacy. Um, all right. You, you about to open up a box that we ain't got time to go into. I mean, we got more episodes. Yeah. We gonna have to come back. All right. We gonna have to come back. I didn't think that I was going to come back. I didn't think we was going to double back this thing. So it looks like we might have to, Cat, we might have to do like more of these, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, looks like we need to discuss some intimacy and like what that actually means on these levels. And so, I guess, right? I, that's all I got to say about this episode. But maybe the next episode, when we got another guest, we can talk about intimacy. That's cool. Thanks for thanks for hopping on my show. You know, I do what I can. You know, what I'm saying I like class it. up the joint. You know, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's a little classier in here. I got it on a button up and everything. You know what I mean? Like still did the trucker hat. Cause anyway, that's so I said, we just did and we out.
Hey man, don't skip this outro. I've worked too hard on this outro. I've literally recorded this like 300 times and I'm over it. You've listened to the one of these episodes. You're definitely my friend right now because I put in a lot of work for this. Season two is about friendship. Share it with some of your friends. I don't care how you share it with them. Just share it with them. Okay. Because like, I'm really sick of recording this outro and people don't even listen to outros anymore, but you better be listening to this outro. And if you're listening to this outro at this point, you are probably my best friend and I appreciate you so much. So take it to that next level and subscribe on whatever podcast site you're listening to. And if you want to engage with more content, talk to me a little bit. We're so I said media on everything. Okay, enough. I'm done recording these outros because you're probably not even listening to it anyway. But if you are, thank you so much. Now go listen to the next episode.